Yo, 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 episode 313 of the On Deck TV podcast. We got a special guest in the building this week. My guy, Oatmeal from Spinrella. We're going to chop it up with him. He's going to go over some quick hits with us. It's going to be real fun. Like I said, man, this is the On Deck TV podcast, a part of the Realville Media Group. This week's episode is brought to you by thehoodgeek.com. Go grab your t shirt from thehoodgeek.com. Your true power resides within your why. Go check it out, man. That's thehoodgeek.com. Also, go to realvillemedia.com and check out all the shows on the site. Absolutely, man. All the shows include Full Sport Press with my homie Jay Hove, my homie Big Jeff, and my guy Weezy. They talking football talk. NFL is around the corner. Make sure y'all listen to their top seven series. Also, Fresher Than Your Average podcast, me and the homie Jay Hove. Issue 51 is popping. Go check that out and subscribe. All right, now let's not waste no more time. Let's get to this rap shit. Hey, what it do with the business is It is another week in the books It's the On Deck TV podcast I am Spike Lou. Man, holla at your boy Animal Brown Animal underscore Brown if you're looking for me They not <laughs> <laughs> what is your social media so nobody can follow your ass? I am Spike Lou on the same social media sites. Absolutely, man. Producer M Extra was good. It's your boy M Extra Spillage. M X T R A three on all things social media. You know how it goes. Oh my goodness. Oh, we got a special guest in the building with us. Shout out to our guy. We got a, this is second time around. The first time y'all seen it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the first time y'all didn't get to hear that. Y'all missed out on a good one, but that's okay. We're here for the repeat. Yeah. We got our guy, former A and R, DJ at one point in time, mm. briefly. Now he running things over at Spinrilla. Yeah. All right, we got our guy Oatmeal in the building. What's good, sir? We're cracking. <laughs> yeah. You're going to sit in on some of these topics, man. Let's talk about it. Oh, All shit. Right. It's yeah. about to get interesting. What's this good, Fi? What's up, though, <laughs> Noop Noop? My <laughs> 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 boy got them braces in. He got the grill in. Come on, T, going to be extra straight. <laughs> oh, God damn. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> man, before we hop into this busy-ass week in hip-hop, Lou, what you have on deck for the weekend? Man, let me tell Tell you something. First of all, Succession is the best show on TV. You, oh you guess. Bottom it. line, hands down on HBO. <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> Popeyes just can't keep shit right, man. We came in here, we talked about them sandwiches last week, right? Fire. Yeah. I went twice and they was fucking sold out of chicken sandwiches. This week. <laughs> How? <laughs> All you gotta do is throw some tenders on there, dude. If they ain't tenders. got the fillet, yeah, just throw the tenders on there. No, you can't half step it. You got to. You can. You can't be sold out, no, though. This was God telling you you ain't need twice. It. <laughs> twice. <laughs> yeah, man. Like how the whole chain of Popeyes gonna be hood? You went to every one of them. I went to two different ones. <laughs> Two different ones shouldn't have been sold. That was two different you, days. I ain't that uh, fat now. But it was two different days. It really? even worse. On the end of the day? Mm-hmm. It don't matter. Yeah. They should have had the goddamn chicken. Yeah, yeah. Chick-fil-A ain't never run out of chicken. That, that's, that's a fact. A fact. <laughs> that's the they, one they edge they got. Pigeons. You done had the Popeyes? <laughs> nah, I swear. Look, though. A hood dude came to me one day because he was up under the bridge. Y'all know in Atlanta, yeah. the bridge is pigeons. Yeah. No doubt. And he was like, yo, you know, he was 30-something. And he was like, bro, the pigeons are starting to be like lesser and lesser. <laughs> If they that Chick-fil-A word. Chick-fil-A killing them, all of them. I think Popeye's I got the sense. pigeons, bro. I wouldn't put it past A bird is a bird. Bro, no, it's not. It all tastes like chicken at the end of the day. Bro, it does not taste like you a chicken, don't sir. eat meat, though. That's, that's why he's saying that. He only agreeing with no, you. No, he don't eat meat. No le- hey, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> why his legs look like Let that. Let me ask you a question. Why everybody a little chubby don't eat meat, though? <laughs> 
His calf muscles strong as a mug. His upper body just said, forget it, though. That nigga said, forget it. That's funny, that old motherfucker. Was you working on your legs this weekend? Oh, shit. Absolutely not. calf muscles strong. I'm a skinny nigga in a fat nigga body. Plus, he sound like he suck his thumb all day. Damn, he caught. He got you hit that on the nail. Oh my god! He definitely, you suck his thumb. That my brother right oh, now. Absolutely, don't lie. I can definitely. say that. You gonna get beat up. <laughs> you say that round me. Though, Adam Brown sucked his thumb until college. Yeah, we that's a fact. Strap on you us. sucked your thumb until, until fingers. college. Fingers. College. Yes. College. So I went tripping. You went Not tripping. at all. You spot on. You went tripping. Oh, you spot oh, on. You got, you got six cents. <laughs> you got six cents here. And talk about it. <laughs> okay. Enough about me, though, goddamn it. <laughs> just admitted His that. face when you said that. <laughs> he always looked like that, though. So I surprised. can't believe that. Well, what you have on deck for the weekend, sir? Um, uh, it was my birthday weekend this past weekend. Mm. So I had a lot of things mm-hmm. on deck. Uh, I had a lot of friends in town. People in town. Shout out to CC. Uh, shout out to Bird, Weezy, Lil Brandon, everybody, man. Appreciate y'all. Oh my God, Bird, Paul, man. Pat, everybody. Everybody but me, man. What my invite is? Y'all get two cakes or one? I invited y'all on the show. <laughs> you and your brother get two cakes or one? Uh, we get two. Two cakes. Yeah. That's y'all nice. share? That's rich nigga shit right now. <laughs> we don't share. Two cakes. <laughs> we don't need one cake. We get two cakes. We gonna waste two cakes, nigga. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Pizza Cake, the best strawberry uh, cake oh, in the shit world. That shit fire, right, dude. Yeah. No doubt. All right, man. Shout out to South City Kitchen, too, by the way. Uh, anything else? Any oh, Shout out. I went to pay you to get on the show. That was fire. We good. Uh, <laughs> all right, man. Let's keep it moving. Now, we got some rap shit to talk about. First things first, Freddie Gibbs. Now, after a week, um, a week after Jay-Z announced the partnership with the NFL, the hot takes have been flying in from all over the place. But the hottest take comes courtesy of Gary Artist Freddie Gibbs. Mm. He said, and I quote, I'm riding with Jay-Z straight up. Fuck Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> all y'all niggas marched for Cap, and he took a settlement and didn't tell y'all what he got or nothing. Mm. He settled, so let it go. Y'all hating on Jay for trying to own something in the NFL. Y'all niggas some crabs. Mm. Was Gibbs out of line? Gibbs 100% is out of line. <laughs> <laughs> and the nigga, I used to think the nigga was smarter than this, but he's falling into the trap that everybody else in this generation doing, and he's talking for headlines. He doing this uh, for clicks and clickbait. Freddie Gibbs want to be recognized as the number one rapper. I seen B Dot putting that shit out there. Oh, Freddie Gibbs the best rapper alive. You know who cares? Nobody, <laughs> unless he say fuck Cap. Now nobody saying fuck Cap. Freddie Gibbs want to be the nigga that's oh let me talk to TMZ. Oh fuck Kaepernick. Jay Z give me a job. Like he out here praying for crumbs, oh my and it's never God. gonna happen. You out here praying for crumbs, bro. Jay Z don't even know you said fuck Cap. Oh my God. But I guarantee you Cap here. <laughs> so he burned him old bridges. Cap, then I feel like he created he light skin in the yeah, But he'll whoop Freddie Gibbs ass. <laughs> Caps work out every you day. Got Freddie Gibbs fucked up. <laughs> Thank, Freddie, I'm Freddie just G- telling you, he Freddie went to bang, 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 bang. <laughs> allegedly. Cap I'm just letting I, you know nah, that if he, he ran in the cap, allegedly. Nah, I like what Freddie said though. Okay, I'm telling you because I was watching Dapper Dan mm-hmm. on another show. I don't like the name of the shows, but I'm on an awesome show. Respect. So since I'm on this show, you know what I'm saying. I saw another show, and he was just saying that uh, you have to get in the inside. Okay. To make something happen, right? Yep. So we ain't got. I, I see you over there. <laughs> I got some for you. He got, hey man, you know I'm just talking the truth because mm-hmm. I know you got your young boy haircut. But we, <laughs> we passed our thirty. He got to let it go. All right, here I go. I just want to say something about that. That's funny. But I wanted. But at the end of the day, you we got to get in there. We don't really know what's going on. Why they treat us the way right. we treat. Right. So somebody got to take the L. Yeah, that's to go yeah. in there to make stuff shake. All right, so I always pick. Give people this right here. Like if MLK or, or Malcolm X didn't go out there to take these, they took a lot of L's. That's mm-hmm. a fact. 
to do right. what they did for what we're doing now. Right. We don't know what we'll be at now. So I think Jay-Z is now taking the L because he true. knew what was going to come with this. Yeah. He, he a smart guy. He ain't no being there for nothing. Yeah. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he knew that it was going to be a risk involved to even do this. True. He even, knew he was going to get backlash. We, so we can go to the streets with it. Any dope boy I know that, all right, man, look, if I go do this, regardless if I'm sacrificing for my family or mm. friends or just me making money, if I get caught, mm. You know what's gonna happen. It right. ain't it ain't gonna be no slap on the wrist, right? Right. It's gonna be like, boy, you stupid. You don't know why you did all that. Mm. But when you win it, everybody behind they you, right? You. They cheering you. So when Jay Z was doing all cool stuff, everybody wanna be Rock Nation, Rock Nation. But once he pulled one move Controversial. Yeah, that's controversial. But that's we gotta have somebody gotta take that L to be able to come to us and be like, Hey man, this is what's been going right. on. I took the L, but look, this is the reason why they treating us this way. Okay. And I'm trying to fight it, but People like my guy with the young haircut, young haircut, yep. giving me problems. That's yeah. why we can't figure this I out, and they keep winning. No, I ain't got no problem with what Jay doing. Uh, it's I'm it's all so, Gibbs. I'm talking about Gibbs. Like, yeah. if my mom always told me when I was coming up, grown people talking, you let grown people talk. Facts. Ain't no need for Freddie Gibbs to speak on this situation and That's say real. fuck cap and do this. Like, you can't even get in the yeah, room, took it too bro. Far for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you yeah, can't even get in the problem. room. This yeah. man sacrificed his whole career to point out an injustice <laughs> that didn't have really shit to do with him. Like you said, he light skinned. I, <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna get killed by black people, we being honest. Yeah. But <laughs> he took it all on police. And yeah. he lost his job for it. <laughs> Ain't been able to get a job since. So to say fuck him, I feel like that's just yeah. Now and that's and that's we talked about this when we reviewed Freddie Gibbs' album. You said that you believed that Freddie Gibbs was trying to be a superstar. He was trying to make it to that level. It's part of that ploy. I said as a Freddie Gibbs fan from day one, he's not built to be a superstar because he says a lot of shit that a lot of people won't say. Mm. You can't be a superstar, a lister, and say stuff like this because it's just too controversial. Stir the pot up a little too much and that's why he got everybody riled up and to his credit he don't really care what people think i do think look, bro, okay this is clickbait that's what sell though that's what sells now this is the <clears throat> this this is as popular as he can get saying shit like it like this is what freddie gibbs gonna have to do niggas know he can rap for sure <laughs> nigga been able to rap for five six years niggas been calling him a cold ass rapper forever so now what do you do to get to the next level but yeah. my thing is your insinuation that he needs to do this for fame i don't think he does because we're not <clears throat> talking about freddie gibbs three weeks after this album come out. Right, but don't I don't happen. I don't think that he's doing this for fame. I don't either. Uh, he just did it because, it, yeah, it's his personality. And somebody on his, on his Insta Live, they said something in the comments, mm -hmm. and he responded. True. And that's just him going off, that's just how he is. So do we say Freddie Gibbs is an underground rapper? That's yeah. fair. Because he's not signed to a, well, he is signed to a major now. I mean, he started underground, I mean, for most people, he, he's not a, a commercial he's, artist. He's, per a, se. Uh, he's not a radio he artist. He middle of the road. He like middle of the road. Internet. So, uh, so if you're an artist, it's, Let's just put all, all four of us in this realm mm -hmm. as to be a superstar, right? Mm -hmm. And somebody called you a underground rapper, right? Do you take offense of it? You should. So what is what is an underground rapper? Somebody who's somebody big on the internet, popular. not on the big on the radio, though. That's how I look at but it. But what is the goal? To success. I said this when we were talking about Freddie Gibbs, and I said that he wanted to be success, and y'all said that he was cool with where he was with his. Family. No, what I I'm saying is sometimes you. Have I brought artists, up at the same point that you I'm, bring I'm it. I'm a counterpoint. Sometimes okay. your artists, I take, I take Running Jewels as a perfect example. They have their niche audience, and they know they're not going to be commercial, some Sprite commercials and Coca, but they're they're content with their audience, and their audience is making them millions. But they're yep. touring currency the same way. <laughs> they know they're not going to be a Drake, and Freddie Gibbs will never be Drake Cole. But that's, but that's, that's but he doesn't have to be. 
With I've, Run the Jewels, that's Killer Mike's secondary hustle. I just seen him on Bill Maher Friday, and his name is Michael Redner now. From, and, and it didn't say rapper. Render. It said, Render, excuse me. It said host of, what's but the name that, of the show? That doesn't mean Trigger warning. It means that that's his secondary hustle. So you can call him an underground rapper. Yeah. As to where Gibbs is not in that stage of his career. Well, he's doing more Gibbs shit. is still trying to be on the incline. Killer Mike is on a... I'm, I'm right here. It don't matter if y'all know I rap or not. Y'all gonna see me on Netflix. But, y'all gonna see me on Bill Maher. Gibbs don't got those platforms, so he gotta say crazy shit. But I mean, that's killing my individually. But running mm-hmm. jewels, if unless you pay attention to hip hop, they're not commercially known, right? I yeah. think I think Killer Mike has figured it out. Yeah, yeah. I think he's like I am older now. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> and uh, rapping might not. Okay, he still can rap. We know that. Facts. That bar. Yeah, don't. Yeah, sure. I definitely. Yeah. But for the younger generation, and when you say. You know, Migos and Pee Wee Longway, and you might can say a wide fan, Lucha, anybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't think, and not saying that they don't have bars, that they have bars, but they have bars for the their generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think Killer Mike has came to a whole nother level, as in, you know what, forget the rap. Let me just talk more about, <coughs> you know, helping the youth. Right. That's going to come up. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like what Killer Mike doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, and, for sure. And to bring him up, I feel like that he got a fan base that's going to follow him wherever. Freddie Gibbs is still trying to establish that fan base. And he trying to do that by saying shit like this about Cap. People that's going to ride for him, ride or die. Niggas is saying he's the best rapper in the world when he's clearly not. I mean, some Who people. Gibbs? Those are Freddie Gibbs fans. Yeah, B. Dot said he was the best. This rapper nigga in the defended world. Freddie Gibbs in our group chat I mean, for two we, hours but today. Can you, but like, what about a? What about what? What do we say about a uh, a currency or or like those type of guys? Like they that, most I mean, they all dope. Like I feel like very rap. I don't I don't want to say like it's like now it's so many rappers now. That's hard to say who's the best. Rapper. Yeah, I wouldn't even deep. call. I would say currency's on a, a higher tier. Than Gibbs. That's not true. Oh. This definitely true. same level. Well, ain't I the ain't same talking about Big Crit. Y'all just talking same about, about Big Crit. Same level. So are they nah, all? No, nah, Crit is bigger than Gibbs and Currency. No, I think absolutely so. not. Currency Who? has been Currency did what Crit and and Gibbs is trying to no, do co- ten years ago. No, commercially, Crit was ten years was ago. Currency was commercial no. with Young Money. Well, remember he had that Barely. one radio yeah, song. Ten years ago, he went radio for that. He went radio and and had that better catch my girl legs open better. It didn't work. I ain't saying it worked. I'm saying that Big Crit has been there and it hasn't worked. Cur- I mean, Freddie Gibbs ain't even got the chance to be big yet. He's still trying. I, mean, I, I think Curtis is a, whole, a much bigger star. Jeezy thing. Yeah. yeah. He don't want yeah. no problem. <laughs> still trying to Jeezy beef. Jeezy ain't nigga howling at the moon. <laughs> Bro, are you crazy? <laughs> yes. Have you, have you found it odd that why Jeezy hasn't responded? Because Jeezy knows what's up. Because he's howling at the moon. Why would Jeezy respond to Freddie? Why would Jeezy respond to a nigga saying, fuck Cap? No. What do I got to talk to a nigga See, that don't even just, understand what's going on? Now you pulling me with We need the content. I love it. I can't even can't have just, a hey, We can't agree on everything. Right. This the nigga that's beefing with me, the nigga saying uh, fuck Cap. Yeah, if I'm G's, I'm going to respond to You're, you're pot shotting right now because that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> to, be, to, be fair, though, to be fair, though, I agree with what Gibbs said. He just poured the extra sauce on it. He just poured a little extra too much sauce on it. What Gibbs was saying was, in my opinion, legit, but... I don't like how he split making people choose though. Like that's that, that's what he's saying legit. Though. What fit for get cap? No, nah, I'm saying up until that point when he said cap took the settlement, right? And he said like let it go at that point. Like stop. I don't give a fuck how many workout videos a nigga putting up. He hasn't said anything. You don't want to know the quietest nigga in all this is cap. That nigga ain't said. He well, talked to Jay. But you know they had a Jay talk. Well, I don't know what it is. The NA, what, what is it called? What you can't talk oh, about? Non-disclosure. Yeah. So he I, I, I really, yeah. You dang. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. But you gotta, you gotta understand though. Like he was at a point. Cap was at a point. We can go something else. After this. For sure. Cap was at a point where they was thinking, talking about him going to the Super Bowl the next year. Shit. And he got on the knee. Yeah. 
And like, you know, you kind of like, whoa, you you on the knee, boy, you know what money you finna make the next year? Yeah. Like, if I was any part of his family, I'd be like, hey, pimp, we want to thug <laughs> this one on now. A lot of people, Let's get this check first, then we're going to do that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and a lot of people realize this whole situation with Jay-Z and Cap. Cap had another year on his contract. He chose to go into free agency. And he was going to get cut. Sense. He was going to get cut. Uh, well, we don't know that. No, nah, they they told him they they did him a solid and told him he was gonna get cut so oh, he could be. That's oh, on the record. Yeah, so he could leave early and work out for the team. I've never heard that. Yeah, yeah don't worry, I, I'm in this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Where you get it from? <laughs> Pull it up. That was on his arguing with a light skin person. <laughs> right, Very I'm never gonna tough. be right. That's a fact. <laughs> and he got curly hair. <laughs> I don't know though. His hair <laughs> look that shit up. And he got curly hair. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying though. See, you still out here thugging. You got a full haircut. <laughs> he using the razor. That's the difference. <laughs> Daily. That's a fact. I get though you. That's the difference. Stupid. You left me hanging, didn't you? All right, man. Let's keep it moving, <laughs> man. All right, my man. I had to get you back. That's thugging. All right. <laughs> Uh, man, let's move on, man. Next topic. Thug, Lucci. Um, Young Thug dropped his long-awaited J. Cole executive produced So hasn't, Much Fun album. Hasn't been confirmed, though. Uh, two pretty good reviews online, but not everyone is feeling the project. Now, YFN Lucci took to his IG stories to trash the album, mm. and he even brought up a 2016 arrest of Thug's Atlantic Square Mall. Thug clapped back on IG saying, quote, if I ain't like what you do for your mother and kids, I would have been killed you. Mm. End quote. Mm. Uh, they're on again, off again. Beef goes back as far as 2017. Is it time for someone to intervene? Nah, man, it's rap cap. Like I, I ain't, I'm not, I'm not saying that these guys don't like each other. I ain't saying that they ain't got affiliates that might do something to each other. But never in the history of rap have two rappers did anything <clears throat> to each other. It's never what? happened. What? It's never happened. It's never ever happened. As far as what this topic says, as far as it going too far. It's never going to go too far. These guys know what exactly they have to lose, so they ain't going to let it take it to the level. They may hate each other, but I feel like both of these guys strong enough team around them to where it's never going to get to that point. They just rap cap. Now, as I, under, I understand what you're saying. You're speaking individually for <coughs> YFN and Lucci, about YFN himself, Lucci and, and Young Thug. I ain't talking about the, the groups. I ain't talking about the niggas that run with Thug. That may spill over into something else as to other things in rap have happened before. Right. But I'm talking about these two specifically, doing it for the gram and going back and forth, trading these jabs. Yeah, they don't like each other. That's cool. And it's entertainment for everybody, but ain't nothing going to come from I, it. I don't think that's what people are worried about, though. Okay. I think it's more the camps and the people it's always the camps and it's always the people who are surrounding we all know they they specifically have too much going on for themselves but that's not who is gonna be the motherfucker to do something crazy especially i mean being here in atlanta and we can attest to that that these camps hate each other <laughs> right <laughs> and it's not that big of a city to is, where people not running into, have each run into each other before and it's been problems yeah so i i think if there was a time because I mean, look when you saying shit like that on instagram bro that's that's real hate though and I know what you're saying. This Man. nigga's not physically about to do nothing crazy and do 40 for no reason when he's living the lifestyle that he's living. But, bro, all it takes is a fan to see that shit and that don't know the difference between the shit. I don't think it, I don't think it leaves off Instagram nowadays. Like people look at this as like they, this day TV shows. You go to Instagram instead of going to cable. You subscribe to all the shit that you want to see. <laughs> Young Thug know that people want to see him going in on Lucci. Lucci know the same. And I don't, I just don't feel like that it's bigger than that. Um, like when Jeezy and, and and Gucci had that shit going on. As real as that guy and had Gucci having to kill a nigga <laughs> and go somebody to jail. Died. <laughs> somebody yeah, Gucci had to kill a nigga and go to jail for that. And I feel like the it started and really stopped there as far as rap beef, especially in Atlanta. Y'all have seen this before. It's happened down here before with those two. They still don't bang with each other. They hate each other, literally. But since that's happened, 
since Gucci had to go to jail for that, ain't nothing happened since. And these niggas been coexisting in the well, same I, city I, with more money and more hatred towards each other because right. he actually killed one of Jeezy's homeboys. Right. But, I, but people also intervene in that situation. Though. As they will here before it gets that far. Well, that was a question. Mean. Okay, good. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. Mill, M- 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 having worked with Lucci previously. You pull up banging that young thug. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it time for somebody to intervene, man? You ain't gonna it call was it crazy. I, I was with CT at the time too. Mm. Um, so I, I was there um, when the whole CT, like the Jeezy and Gucci thing, was going on. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the studio and leaving that night and being in there when the shit, when the studio got shot up. You know what I'm saying? So I know how that beef. <coughs> that beef was real too. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I just think that I don't necessarily say that. I just think that people did pass on that beef, but I think that they definitely trying to, they were going at people's heads at that beef too. Yeah. Luckily, at those times, people didn't get hurt. You know yeah. what I mean? So when blood is not shed, that's even, it's, easy to, it's easy to not say we squashed it, but you just go your way and I'm going to go mine. But with the Thugger and, and Lucci beef, I can't speak on it too much because I know a lot about it, but I, you know, they'll never be cool. Mm. Yeah, it, 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 be, it'll be impossible. But you know, since they are putting on Instagram, it's it's too hard to do anything yeah, because sure. you incriminated yourself, right? Because Boosie already said it; like he was trying to indict me because of the lyrics I was using. So now you putting on back then, it wasn't no maybe Facebook, right, right, right. maybe. Right. So they just going, they playing my lyrics in the courtroom and saying, this is why I'm locking you up because what you said. Right. So now we, you know, we going to now these people are filming. or <laughs> Themselves. Filming threats or yeah, or I'm going to kill him. That re- so anything will ever happen to any of them, who you think they're going to go to first? Of course. Yeah. That's a, so that's it wouldn't be smart. But, you know, while, you know, I've worked with, I'm, you know, I'm rocking with. You know, I'm always gonna be TIG. I'm always, sure. you know, wide fan. So, you know, at the end of the day, I can't speak too much about it, but that's definitely a real beef. Look, well, yeah. but I, I'm gonna get y'all. Let me ask you this: How the beef start? Do you know? I, I heard it was some Atlanta, old Atlanta shit, like between not yeah. even them, but like more so like they. Yeah, man. Old heads or some shit. Yeah, something like that, okay. man. Just know that. So I was on track for the beef started by something crazy that happened, man, and like, you know. Yeah. Okay. It's very, very sensitive. Definitely come come to my guys on the TIG or wide fan side. You know what I'm saying? So sure. that's something that, you know, they ain't going to never forget. They don't really play about that right now. So that's why sometimes when I do see it, I do be like, man, I wish this could never happen because I can definitely see a lot of money being made because Atlanta is known Hell for yeah. collaborating. But with this going on right now, it's going to be too hard because outside of them, you gotta think about the guys who protect them. Yep, they ain't going. <coughs> right, that's, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's the ones you need to worry yeah, about. about. Yeah. And I don't never the, those two guys probably they definitely don't see eye to eye, but the ones who behind them. And I'm not saying that Lucci or you know thugging them would never pull no trigger mm-hmm. or nothing like that. But those guys behind them ain't playing with nobody. Yeah, and things have happened that the news or the media probably didn't catch mm-hmm. that already been blood has been shed yeah. so it can't be a we're gonna dap this out yeah. who would they listen to though is there anybody that could be like hey y'all like, i don't think job. they could listen to anybody but i think that you know why their careers and they making money 
I I feel like you know, it they'll be able to continue to keep making money. Mm-hmm. But I just don't want them to run into each other, right? Because Atlanta is small, and they probably have plenty of chances. You know what I'm saying? But and then you got to think though, on both sides, they, you know, they, the people are depending on them to live, to eat. Yeah. <clears throat> so any wrong or false move, and somebody <laughs> go to, they're gonna be a lot of pissed off folk. Yeah. Cause they like, that's Bruh. a great point. Yeah, great and point. then you're gonna end up being, why are you stupid? You knew there was why. That'd be the funny thing about this. This music industry, when it comes down to this gangster stuff, because as soon as somebody do something, you stupid now. Mm-hmm. But then, as soon as you don't do nothing, you You're weak, yep. Yep. or yep. you scary, and they put the pressures on on the artists because they have, you know, you come in portraying some. One thing about Lucci, and I don't know too much on the on the thugger side, but the reason he always say, you know, I don't gang bang because he's seen gangs kill each other. Mm-hmm. And they're like, dang, I thought it was family. So that's why he take family so, so serious. That's real. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why, that might be why Thugger said what he said. I see what you do with your family. Yeah. The one thing about Lucci that I do know personally, I don't play about nobody in his circle. Uh, anything he called his family, he dead serious. Yeah. I don't know, man. We need some type of sit down. I don't nobody want to see it go to that shit, man. It's I ain't not, got time for that. Ain't no money in beef. Nah, I mean, these guys young and they different. They mindset different. Yeah. That is true. That's true. I'm, I'm old and washed. I'm looking at it completely yeah. different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me personally, I'm too old. That's what I'm saying. Right. For somebody to tell me 20, 30 years. Right. I'm actually going to cry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like when, I know uh, how old I'm going to be right. when I get out. Shit, yeah, like Nipsey made a good Sebastian point. Sebastian Telfair yeah. cried at them three years. Hey, man. <laughs> Done. Yeah, Nipsey made a good point on that on that DJ Mustard album. Like how we handle being disrespected. Disagreements. Mm. We have to change that, the course of that. And, yeah. that's, and that's what it is. That's how it started. Then more things happen because it's serious. Um, but how we handle it being disrespected. I remember T.I. used to love T.I. for this, but then as, as I got older, it really doesn't make sense. It's like, uh, I don't know what you do for your respect, but I'm going to die for mine. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to die for mine. I'm just, yeah, <laughs> just going to yeah, be yeah. disrespected that day and I'm going to move on. Yeah. This, is, this is how it is. I might address it, but we don't have to die about it. Yeah, I understand the mindset. Uh, man, before we get to this music break, let's keep it Atlanta. Let's talk Jeezy. His new album, TM104, The Legend of the Snowman, drops this Friday. Yes, sir. And the rapper says it's his last album before retiring. Now, after nine major label albums from The Snowman, how will his legacy be remembered in hip-hop? And keep it real, are you looking forward to the album? I'm going to the concert when it starts. Oh, oh excuse God. me, when it comes to 20-something the next month. Yes, sir. Looking forward to the album. I'm, I'm a Snowman fan. As far as how he'll be remembered, if you go back and look at it, I think history will remember him very fondly. Yeah, He sure. started the trap rap. He gave niggas that uh, couldn't rap a lane. The niggas that was talking like he was talking, not giving you different perspectives like T.I. did with trap music. T.I. gave you the perspective of a dope boy in the trap. Everything that he dealt with, with the emotion from his girl to raising his kids, all the different shit that you went through. Jeezy was flat out talking about selling dope. <laughs> I'm here to tell you about selling dope. How successful I was selling dope. How much you like talking, listening to me talk about selling dope. <laughs> I was here with the big dope dealers in Meech like no one has ever done that. And he mm. did that successfully. As his career went on, he got a lot better in rapping. But I just always will remember like him first coming out the gate with that trap or die and being played every fucking way. Everybody had the long ass t-shirts on. Everybody cursed? thought they was dope boys. Oh, yeah. Shit. Like Jeezy. 
Jeezy I'm ready now. <laughs> Jeezy made that whole I dope boy shit. To to me. Jeezy made that whole dope boy shit cool. T.I. can have the credit for starting trap music. Yes, he wanted it. That's fine. It's perfectly fine. I fuck with the king. That's my guy. But if we talking about dope boy music, niggas talking about what yeah. Jeezy talked about, making it popular and successful, Jeezy done that. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do you like that, Mill. Go ahead. Well, how would Jeezy's career be remembered? Man, I ain't gonna lie to you, though. I think T.I. lyrically was saying it, right, mm-hmm. as the king, but I don't think people got it. Until I think Jeezy dumbed it down. Yep. He rapped slow and he <laughs> he dumbed it down so much you get you, you gotta just know what I'm talking about. And the thing about you know what the difference was with Gucci, Ti, and Jeezy, right? Yeah, Ti was a better rapper. But go ahead. <laughs> I would I, I would disagree with you back because lyrically I think yeah, Ti is spitting right, mm-hmm. but I think that what Jeezy did, not only did you hear it. You saw it, yes. and you felt it. Mm-hmm. So everything he said, you saw it. Yep. If you was of age yeah, to see right. it, For sure. I think when Tip was saying that you heard and you felt it, but you didn't see it. With Jesus, when he was talking about meet them, yeah, you saw doing it. all that, oh, six, doing oh, videos, yeah. behind them. Do you remember Man, when Faith was telling us when Jeezy came up to his studio? Yeah, the nigga I said do. he recorded that Grey Goose verse. He said, "Man, the goddamn booth was glowing." Yep. He said it was no ice. lights on, and there's just so much ice this nigga had on. All you just seen is the shit jumping. Like it's stories like that everywhere from when the nigga got before right. he got on, just coming through and just. And I remember being at the studio and he had to do a record, and then we'll leave the studio. And I was like an intern then. He'd be like, man, we finna go to Magic City right now. Mm-hmm. See what this thing rocking like. Mm-hmm. We'll go to Magic City and they'll play it. And Meach them pull up. This one charges and stuff first came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like that then it was like unknown to yeah, have a charger. Yep. But it'd be like 30 of them things outside. <laughs> this one, the strippers was riding like the, the dope dealers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they'll pull up in the chargers. Mm-hmm. And the Hemis. Getting bad. And, man, they in there throwing 40, 50 on a whole new song that ain't even mixed. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and the song, I mean, I, I remember, like, just did it. I remember coming home from college, and Atlanta was like here. a different place. When I was uh, 06, I came home, bad. and I was like, what the fuck yeah. is Bro, you know how popular we was at, 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 from at Tennessee State <laughs> just for saying, where you from? <laughs> from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> you like, you want to come, come to Atlanta and <laughs> see this? You know what I'm saying? See this you, road show, man. You ready to see this money? Crazy. No, you yeah. you got a hundred dollars to your name, but for <laughs> them to see this, yeah, it was like, man. oh, you the man. But yeah. I seen this, like, yeah, yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, deal. Listen, hip hop, Atlanta hip hop Hall of Fame first ballot, easy. Yeah, All right. I don't know, man. Yes. You think Jeezy is Atlanta hip hop Hall of so Fame? We, Hall of Fame. So we don't. So we gonna skip? Uh, no, we are not putting him ahead of nobody. We just saying he deserves to be. Listen, there. hold okay. on. Let me ask you this: yeah. Mount Rushmore. You can't if it was only four spots in the Hall of Fame, and you going T.I. Four spots? Mount you Rushmore. going T.I., of course. Oh, my God. Outcast is a group. They going to count as one. Okay. Then you going Gucci and Jeezy. Okay, so, uh, so okay. Uh, where you from? Where I'm you from? I'm from Nashville. All right, Nashville. Nashville. Where you from? I say names. Where you from? Nashville. Name? Lou. Where you from? Animal Brown from Nashville. And my guy? M. Extra from the A. All right, Old Mill from Atlanta. So I, I don't want people to get the voices confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we you, not so gonna know. say yeah. some of the guys who we were listening to in Atlanta no before doubt. it got we mainstream. Got so we not. No, no. we ain't talking about Kilo G. Gotcha. I can't put him above Jeezy. Yeah, I mean, but that's like that was the guy the that we was listening to lyrical. No, he was, but we was dancing back then. That's so true. So was that. so we can't. So uh, we just gonna leave out. Keep, he got locked up. But my. I mean, my criteria is a little different. 
So I mean, but I feel what you're saying from an Atlanta standpoint. But for me, it's about it's just it's about lyrical ability and impact nationwide. Mm. And I think that's what tip future well, and uh G's and Outkast. You gotta stand. Outcast had yeah. to bring that to us. I said Outcast. Yeah. So because we gotta remember when Y'all Kilo G was Gucci? rapping. I put future over Gucci. over Gucci. Yeah. Jesus. So you gotta remember when Kilo G was rapping and stuff, we was on bass music. Yeah. So I they didn't that. even care about that. South nobody. could even rap. Yeah. So he rapped about what we what we was doing and you gotta think what is rap rap is about what you see around you what's going on and when kilo g was right about people getting killed and drugged but he was doing it in a dance dance because people in atlanta was dancing so the only reason i always bring up kilo g because i always feel like kilo get left out because he did get locked up because he was a street guy Mm. and when he got locked up that's what happened Mm-hmm. T.I. knows people. They mention him. I heard his name yeah. before. Yeah, no, no. Most definitely. Anytime you hear an Atlanta conversation, they always start with him. Um, Niggas disrespecting uh, Snowman. Before I get to this. Before we get to this. the best concert I've ever been to. FYI. It's 10-year oh, anniversary. Which one? Did Trap or Die. Here we go to at the Fox. Man. Yeah. Yeah, nah, yeah. He waving that Snowman flag. my guy. I definitely do. As an adult. Hold on. This how I mess him up. This how I mess him up, twin. As an adult. Let me pull it up in my phone. If I bring G's in, I want you to take a picture with him. I doing all that. I already got it in my phone anyway. You got a picture of him? Yeah. What's the caption, though? It ain't no caption. Did you say it was like Boy, Jeezy, like, these like, cats be funny. They take a picture with somebody and like they know Me and my rolling with my big dog, young Jeezy, <laughs> the big homie. Bro, you don't need no. So what was the caption? The big homie. It wasn't no caption. It was it's just, like it's a personal photo. It's, oh, I ain't okay. even posted. So were you excited? I wouldn't. And if, if I was, took a photo, I, you was excited. If I was, I held it in very well. Oh, Actually, I didn't take the photo he took. I was there. Like, you was excited. You posed for it, nigga. I didn't pose. No, nah, you didn't it pose was like though. Oh, you was, was walking. Candid, oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, but Jeezy, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to this album. Um, from the snippet that I heard so far, it sounds good. And I'm, um, and I, I'm just, he deserves his roses while you can smell them, man. We give it to Ross Jeezy right there. So yeah, don't fair. you can't say anything good about Ross and then have them negative to say about Jeezy. Jeezy deserves to be up there in that conversation. That's a fact. Absolutely. Now I'll respect the Jeezy. You and know, I'm what I'm glad saying? he let it be known that this is like his final album. So That's he hold on. Do y'all believe that? Yes. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I believe it. You think it's the last one for real? No, yeah. I want it to be his last one. I do too. I, I, would kids, I, I wouldn't mind it. The but kids don't. The kids are drug users now. So yeah, him, like talking, him about, talking about selling drugs. They like, bro. Like, we don't even know them. Yeah. yeah. Nah, I man. want it to be the last one. They too. offended yeah, by. I, I, they offended I, by Jesus. Yeah. I can be offended by. You sell the drugs. Oh my God. Yeah. Hurting our community. So you healthy now? Nah. God damn. What you got for the music break, dog? Shout out to that Jeezy. Oh, man. Yeah, shout out to Jeezy. Um, on the music break, uh, we talked about Thug earlier. This one off the um, new album. This one is uh, called Hot, featuring Gunner. Young Thug featuring Gunner. Hot. Was it? Everything litty, I love when it's hot. Turn to the city, I broke out the notch. Got some more minutes, I keep me a knot. I created history, it made me a lot. He tried to diss me and any no faults. We call him Chossy, cause they gonna chop. Took her out of violence, cause her pussy pop. I run it like Nike, we got it on lock. All right, we back, man. That was Young Thug featuring Gunner. That was called Hot Lou. How you feel about it? That was cool. Uh, Gunner sounded like he was half sleep. But he was uh, going in and he do his little Gunner thing on there. I ain't mad at the song at all. Nah, that song was banging. That was probably the hardest song on there. That oh, beat wow. stupid. Wow. 
That be hard. The beat, the beat is banging. I fuck with that. Um, I just man, I just wish they were saying something, man. Just like say something. Just, if you thug and gunner, you making me listen extra hard to what you saying. Say something once I can hear. What do you mean? Of substance? Uh, something of substance. Anything, uh, but I don't mean like deep shit. I'm uh, I'm just talking about some clever shit. Oh, what did what did Silk the Shocker talk about? You like Silk the Shocker be ripping shit though. What do you talk about? Silk had deep songs. Nothing. Thank you. We talk about his damn thing. Silk yeah. had some bars, yeah. nigga. What are you talking about? Give me Silk. Silk had some bars. I've seen so many things and wonder why me. Cause it's trash. It's garbage juice. Nigga, that was half a bar. You didn't let me finish. You pulled out the wrong bar. What? You gonna hang on that too? You can't rip that song. You gonna tell your age on Silk? Is that crazy? Y'all just think about what we just said. We talking about Silk the Shot because he's a big No Limit fan, man. He always but look though, that's old. That's old as fuck. Super old. Thirty years old. I don't know why I was brought up. Because you cake for them. Crazy. You got a No Limit. Think about like Nah. We ain't even tripping about Nas and Jay Z and everybody came before. We talking about silk. No limit yes. need that need that recognition. Yeah. But this, uh, this is a hot song, man. Whole his whole album, I was very um I'm happy that Thug put out a cohesive project for once. Um uh, like I say, on my review, you can check that out soon coming up on our on our um social media page. He this is most focused project. And um I like it. Shout I out give, to J. Cole for putting that direction in. I give him props though. This is the only one I didn't cut off before it ended though. I was able to make it through this whole pre- tape. I can't even find that means a lot. For J. Cole dog. put this together. It, it is allegedly that he's executive producer his album. Is it in the credits? Again, it's alleged. It's been a rumor this whole time. It's been a rumor the whole time. Yeah, leading up to this project. Yeah, it's a, we can't confirm nor deny. Absolutely. So it's not in the credits. I don't know. <laughs> Go read okay. it. You got title. <laughs> <laughs> I got Apple Music. Nigga. I, I missed it. I, I ain't see it. That's why I was wondering. Um, all right, man. We are back again. We got the guy Oatmeal in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's time we're gonna talk you now at this point, man. Like, we want to know where how you got to the point where you are right now mm-hmm. again over at Spinrella mm-hmm. doing big things, but we're gonna back it up just a little bit. Okay, um, born and raised in Atlanta, correct? Facts. What it's you not. listening to when you come up? What's the music scene like? Tell them what's out of Atlanta man, first. Oh, yeah, what's oh, man, to the west of the east, though. What's you feel me? Mm. Okay, so we already know we're gonna uh, rep that zone six, though. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, west to the east, though. You feel me? We're going to be up to six, though. They won't, they won't let me do that, man. They won't let me do Because I'm born in Decatur, but I raised in the Swats. They, they hate on me every time, man. Yeah. I shout out to everybody, man. East Flat shows to yeah. goddamn yeah. Camelton Road. You Young know what's going on. Hey, come on, Camelton Road. <laughs> <laughs> we in there. You feel Yo, west to the east, man. What you listening to coming up, man? What's the sounds like man, besides Kilo G? Bass tapes and Kilo G, <laughs> man. That's what I was on. And it, you know what's crazy, though? And I always tell people that uh, this is funny, man, because I, I, for a hot second, growing up, I always thought Player Fly oh, yeah. was mm. from the A for some odd reason. Just because the South was like, I don't so know, I didn't know because I didn't know where they was from. Yeah. So I didn't like I was going to concerts. Shout out Memphis. But I was hearing all the, you know, the 3-6 and Player Fly and that whole look at that time, I was like, they got to be from the A. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't get the That's lingo funny. then, so... Yeah. I'm like, he got to be from, he sound like he's from the South somewhere. He country, just that like me. Sense. So, but, you know, uh, growing up, you know, definitely bass tapes for people who don't even know what that is. There was a, a tape that just had bass music on it. So if you had beats in your, beat in your trunk, mm-hmm. it was really house speakers. That's what I was <laughs> on. Remember, you take your mama house speakers and you, right. you got the red and black wire. I'm telling my age, but yeah. you got the red and you know how to hook it up, right? You got <laughs> bang. bang. Yeah, yeah, you got that bang. You didn't care what they were saying. The they be like, shake it. Boom, boom, boom. 
<laughs> that's, that's what I was on. No doubt, no mm-hmm. doubt. Now, how did you start off with a career in music? I, how did somebody get to be A&Rs and working at Spinrella and DJing and all that type of stuff? Man, I ain't going to lie. I was in the band for a year. Mm-hmm. You know TSU band? No, oh. man, I ain't make it that far. <laughs> at Southwest, though, I, I ended up eventually getting kicked out. I wanted to have fun. Yeah. So I, was, I like to party and kick it. So I was having fun. I ain't really didn't care about the technique. Or right. This, that's be good. I knew when I realized you, you can't make money <laughs> being in a band, I was like, let's just, <laughs> let's just have fun. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> so when I got kicked out, I was about that thing. And uh, the crazy thing about it is a guy named Kimio. He's an alpha at Tennessee State. Oh, and my yeah, guy named Kimio. Yeah. yeah. So Kimio one day was uh, DJing. That's when uh, Go DJ was out with Lil Wayne and all them. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget the police came to his house to try to shut it down. Yeah. And everybody was out there at the little block party. And he, the DJ, I mean, the police was right next to him. He was like, man, F the police. Go <laughs> DJ. We went crazy. And I'm like, I'm going to be a DJ. <laughs> so I walked up to him as everybody went home. Because he was walking distance from the dorm room. Mm-hmm. I went to, his, I went to like, him. I was, I was like, yo. Show me how to DJ, cause like I was already like hosting like the freshman class, everything. So people thought I was kind of funny, whatever. So I like do like little fake comedy stuff, but I was hosting like the little talent shows already. And he was like, "Man, I'll show you how to DJ or whatever." So I used to go to the clubs and just watch him DJ. So before anybody get there, I used to just like practice. Yeah. But when nobody at the club yet, and then as soon as one person walk in, he like, "All right, yeah, yeah, time yeah. for me to rock out." They about to start letting people in. But I started rocking, started rocking, started rocking. And then it was a time where he had to go back to Memphis. I mean, go back home where he's from. And he was <clears> like, "You can you rock out for me? I'm like, I ain't got no equipment. He let me borrow his equipment, and I rocked out. And then people started booking me outside of chemo. That's real. And then from there, man, I just been, that, I, just, I was a DJ. I ain't had no name. I was just about to say, what was your DJ name? It was just Oatmeal. Okay. And my homegirl was like, well, God, you millionaire. Just uh-huh. as a joke. Yeah. Cause I had like four dollars in my pocket. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, man, I'm millionaire. And it was a joke to her because I kept throwing it on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four dollars. Like, she was like, you millionaire, you millionaire. And I was like, yeah, gonna call me DJ Millionaire. And the next day it was on the flyer. Mm, damn. So it wasn't DJ Oatmeal, it was DJ Millionaire. And that's how it all started. That was the first name. Yeah, that's that was the first like music getting to the world. And yeah. one no more DJ because he was older than me. Yeah. Remember, did Kimio was a like, lot older than us. So when he graduated. <laughs> It was me and a guy named Big Boy AJ, and we just rocked together. So he'll do a party, I'll do a party, and then until we graduated, he ended up, you know, staying alone for a minute. But I came back to Atlanta, and I end up getting in a class because driving too fast. I was in a it was the DUI class, but when I was drunk driving, it was just <laughs> reckless like, drive, reckless drive. Yep, yep, yep. But I was in there Been with Akon's older brother Omar, mm. and he was like, "Yo." You know, they got a new uh, spot, a new street where they open up club uh, lounges there. You should DJ there because you ain't going to be able to get in the club because you ain't hot enough yet. Mm. And I'm like, damn, what I'm going to do? He's like, come follow me when we was on our two-hour break. So when I went up there, so happened to be meet them. They was out at the time. Mm. And it was on 255. So at that time, they needed a DJ that night. Peter and, Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Omar was big with them. And he was like, I got my young boy. He looked like Kane on Mental Society. Ooh, that's so cool they thought too. it was funny. <laughs> and that's how I got in and I dapped him up. And I was like, man, I'm rocking. He was like, I'm gonna give you five hundred. He's like, young, young, young player, you want five hundred? Mm-hmm. It was Meech cousin. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I only get two fifty in Nashville. One fifty. So I'm like, Yeah, I ain't never heard days. I'm gonna need you two days. I'll be coming tonight, though. We're gonna rock out. 
So that night, man, I had rocked out. And crazy enough, I was dating his big meat's niece. So mm. she flew from Detroit. She was in town. Mm. So when they saw her stand next to me, they were like, yeah, it's my dude. Meach oh. came out the back. That's when Peter Street, you, you, this one, the big white T-shirt. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. You couldn't even walk in that back unless you was BML. Mm. And she walked me and back there. And she was like, me my uncle. That's the first time I met Big Meech. Word. And, Real Big I, and I was like they permanent DJ from there. Damn. Yeah. You got to have it on your flyer, BML. You used to be BML <laughs> Nah, I wouldn't even BML. I'm scared. <laughs> Bro, I'm nervous as hell walking back there, boy. <laughs> Them folk look like they were still in prison. Yeah. Well, they had money, but they wouldn't. Then nobody smiled. I was just, I'm back there like, Ice what's grill. happening, millionaire? They was just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah who is this little nigga? Yeah, man. Who, who <laughs> brung him? <laughs> look like he about to tell on man, everybody. I think I remember the TSU party you talking about, like on 405 on the block. Oh, man, I, I rocked I out. That, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. So that's how I got started then. From there, man, make a long story short. Uh, a guy was in there who was working for Warner. He was in there with his artist. He was the head, the VP of a and And his artist had already gave me a CD because mm -hmm. he knew I was DJing. And when he walked in, the artist, well, I just played. I always want to show people love. Yeah. And I just played his CD. That's when CDs wasn't like the computer. It was on GP. Yeah, I just played it. And then I, the, the artist thought I was cool to do that. He got my number, and I was working at a factory then. And then I got a call. Uh, from Warner, and he was like, yo, this is such and such. I want you to come in and, you know, be able to, have you ever been a tour DJ? I was like, no, nah, but I can do it. He flew me out the next day. But it's the craziest thing about that. I had to send him, my, you know, your first name, last name, but I've never been on a plane. Mm. So I, I was 21 at the time. So I've never been on an airplane damn my life. I had to go to my mom, and I know this sound crazy. Oh, I was shit. supposed to be a thug. <laughs> so I was, you know, I'm thugging. I'm like, hey, yo, moms, <laughs> you got to take me to the airport, plus walk me in <laughs> and get me to where I need to go because I don't have a clue what I'm doing. And she was like, where you going? I was like, New York. I have no clue. Word. So my mama had to like, shout out to my mom, though. Like, Absolutely. Keeping me, making mom me Duke's feel like a, a little low-key man because she ain't even stand next to me. She kind of like... Go, go that yeah, way. Pointed, pointed to what I needed to do as a young player at the time, and I flew to New York. Called her as soon as I land. Mm -hmm. Mom, I landed, and I stayed on the phone with her until I got to uh, to Warner, and that's when I met Sylvia Rome and mm. DJ for London and Jeremiah, Trey Songz, and Sean Paul, and toured the world. Damn. So, and was, yeah. Who was the artist? Uh, his name was London at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but we opened up for Jeremiah. Keys. London J. Yeah, huh? No, no, no. It was he was the first London. Yeah. The craziest thing though, um, the guy who I can't say his name because he's just being all kind of stuff. Yeah. But the guy who put me on, he, um, the guy who put me on, is the same guy who told me to go downstairs and get a new artist that was they was trying to sign at the time, and that artist was Drake at the time. Mm. So we was on the elevator, and then they never they didn't initially they didn't sign him at that day, but he was coming to. Actually, come in there to perform for them. Wow, we've been on the elevator with them, and yeah, because if you're wrong, turn down. She told yeah, me to turn she around. Turned, that's why you always talk about that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's why that's, that, that's who I was on the elevator because I ended up initially being his assistant when we, when we went on tour. I was the ANR assistant, mm. and I ended up becoming the junior ANR. That's why. So at that time, what does an A and R look like? What 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 are you doing? Like? I was doing nothing. <laughs> I was uh, what you need. You know what I'm saying? Starbucks? Uh, would you yeah. make a store run? What, what, Man, what? store whatever that was needed. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But. 
the thing was though, like when anytime I went out of town, it was a nobody, but everybody in the city knew me. So you talking about, you know, we going because of my family and brothers and all that from the streets that, you know, we'll go to certain places, but all the street cats would be like, "What's up, oatmeal?" Like, you know what I'm saying? Or a little man, or what they would call short, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and then when he noticed that, he was like, "Man, who, like, who are you?" Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I ain't nobody, but you know, because of my family ties, that people know me. Mm-hmm. So. And he ended up just respecting me more. Plus, I stayed fly. You know what I'm saying? I always kept a little Air Force One. <coughs> For sure. My throwback jerseys was fake, but I had them. <laughs> he didn't know that. They looked real. They had the Michelin <laughs> Nest on. Perception is everything. Facts. So it don't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy. Go ahead. No, no, no. fake jerseys back in the day, though. You know what? Yeah. That's true. And it's crazy because, like, in the, back in those times, I had to figure out a way to catch people's attention. So what I used to do is, because it wasn't about how smart you was, or it definitely it always going to be who you knew, but how could you get their attention, right? Because mm-hmm. it wasn't social media or nothing back then. So I used to always bring, like, either my, my cousins are pretty, and they had homegirls. Mm-hmm. I used to bring them with me, and I knew that the dudes were going to like them. So when I used to go to the studio, I used to always bring my two cousins and their friends with me <laughs> to make them ask me, Mill, like, yeah, right, 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 but I'd right. be like, oh, none of my people. But play it off cool to where they always want to invite me mm-hmm. because they, they were so thugging, but I was chilling. So when, when I bring my cousins with me and they bring their friends, they always want to figure out who I was. And, that, and I ended up being the cool little dude yeah. that was fresh, but I was bringing the, the friendly females because they was thugging, so they weren't <laughs> tripping about women. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and that's when it, it caught the A&R attention, mm-hmm. and he made me a junior A&R. Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of got in here mm-hmm. because of them. I mean, my cousin is there. I'm like, man, appreciate you. Good looking. <laughs> like, yeah. How does that turn into the CTE? Because I know you mentioned working with Jeezy. Because I, so he started working with the A&R guys, working with him and Kinky B. Yep. Kinky, Kinky B. Yeah, so me and King still tight to this day. So that's how I end up going over there. And working with them over there, mm. so they kind of I was already with the ANR at one um, at Universal Motown. So from Universal Motown, that since they connected, they connected me. Right? Are you are you still like store running and all? Are you doing more like I album involved? Yeah, what's your so, title? Yeah, CT long. Nah, he ain't talking about now. When you got the CTE, CTE. yeah, is that around what that was time? You doing oh, <laughs> no, I know you ain't running to the store now. You just Hell sent the nigga no. to the store. We know you ain't running to the store. <laughs> no, then I was uh when I was working on CT, I was getting so I knew since I was a DJ, I knew a lot of producers. Right. So I was getting beats. If I knew, if I known what I know now, I would have had those producers signed to me. Mm. Let me ask you a question. So as far as being the A and R, like describe that in layman's terms, the people like ain't in the music. What yeah. you do once you got through with the store runs and what the junior A and R, what your what they expected for you as far as your job. So pretty much artist repertoire. So right. pretty much what I did was I find the producers and songwriters, and we'd go into the studio and we'll and we'll come up with different songs and, and hooks and beats and so forth. And what we do is we present them to the artists or the label and stuff like that. Okay. So I used to know who was the hottest writer or who the hottest producer. Put them in a the room together and we'll create something crazy. So, so if some artists be like, man, I want a love song, I want something gangster, we'll create that to present to them and be like, you like it? Cool, we'll cut it. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I did. You, man, you, so that's you said a lot of the... Uh, where does those reference tracks come from? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So you said you should have <clears> been a, it, knowing what you know now. Mm-hmm. You should have signed. You should have had oatmeal uh, man, entertainment. Man, and, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be rich right now. Facts. Yeah, yeah, I'd be we, rich right now. You talked about it a little bit earlier when you was at CTE and, mm-hmm. and the whole situation with with G's and Gucci. Mm-hmm. 
and then you were with TIG and mm-hmm. got the situation with Lucci mm-hmm. and Thug. When you're on the outside and you're not actually one of the artists, but you're a part of the camp, how does that affect your movements? How does well, how, yeah, how do you, you got to play yourself? Well, like you, you can't just pull up banging. Mm-mm. Jesus. Well, you know what's yeah, it's true. You end up being loyal. It's one thing I learned about this business. Don't be loyal. I mean, be loyal as you possibly can be, but you can end up being too loyal and get trapped into it because you end up involving yourself in the beefs. Mm-hmm. And when you start involving <clears throat> yourself to the beast, you're now a target. You know what I'm saying? So I think I got caught up in at one point in time of being what well, I was extra loyal and I was with whatever they was with. So yeah. they ain't like him, I ain't like him either. And then it's weird because when they get cool with them again, you be like, nah, oh, nah I gotta like this Yeah, man. Now. So you wanna be cool now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're going to go to my Instagram or Twitter or something yeah. and see what the hell I didn't say. You know what I'm saying? So that that gets weird. But I learned just, to, you know, at the age I am now, it's all about business. So mm-hmm. I just take it to business. So that's what it was when, you know, definitely when I was doing the A&R thing. Gotcha. How, how was the transition from, did you go from CTE to TIG? Is that how it went? Yeah, I went to T. So this music world is tricky. So I went from. Working with them and to just working a job again. So okay. I went. I never had a resume. Or I mean, you know, as a twenty-one touring the world. I had, you know we was on a tour with Sean Paul and Jeremiah. We had birthday sex and everybody else. So I toured the world for years. So a job wasn't even in my. Yeah. I spent all my little money. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> they used to give us like a three hundred dollar per diem to eat food. I ain't man. I was slim then. <laughs> I ain't eat nothing. I yeah. just pocket that. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, it was it was definitely different, you know, when we talking about back in those days. So what happened was and when I did CTE, that was just only because of the affiliation with the and all working up on it. And then from there, he stopped working at Universal Motown, which led to me being fired. Mm-hmm. I was on the world road, road. I'll never forget I was in Oakland and he was like, You gotta figure out a way to get home. Oh. Damn. Yeah, man. just like that. Them three hundred dollar per diems come in handy, then. Man, look, <laughs> and I still I had to stay in Oakland for like another two, three weeks at the artist I was working with, Time House. So I was able to come back to Atlanta. Mm. Damn, that's just the music industry, though. So when I got back here, I just worked a regular job, but I knew I wanted to get back in. And a guy named Jay Sims, I've always, you know, that's my dog. He the one introduced me to Fly at mm. TIG. And kept bringing me around, and that's when I got the call and cranked okay. that thing back up. I was already working with all the producers. Okay. <clears throat> so you, I was about to say you kind of had a similar role, beats, putting mm-hmm. some records together and stuff like that? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I, and when Fly gave me a call, I was in the condo chilling, and he was like, yo, like I heard you was hot. Let's just make something happen before I even start paying you. I worked at TIG for two years for free. Mm. Nobody ever knew that. So we already had records already out. So the grind was real. Like it looked like I was making money, but I was working on another job mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. So I was able to, you know, take care of me, but I wasn't doing nothing. Like I wasn't getting paid. Like mm-hmm. I had to. I, remember. I was at work one day. And I was like, I called, <laughs> called, fly up. I'm like, hey, big dog. Mm-hmm. What we looking like? Got to cross these T's, dot these eyes. Feel me? Like, give me what you can. Let's go. I got to get up out of the job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He took care of me. Word. He doubled that and. You know, that's why that loyalty was so real, man, because he didn't have to do that. So mm-hmm. I never was loyal. To, I'd never be loyal to, you know, things that we signed, but more about the people who took a chance with me 
Yeah. And, and shit, we was winning. I got like what four or five plaques at the house now. Mm-hmm. So that's real. Yeah. Um. Now I know you're in the studio with a lot of these cats, and and you moving around with a lot of the artists and stuff. I, I know you don't probably seen some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> what are they like in the studio, bro? Like, are people like leave me alone? They off in the cut, mm-hmm. or they just are they are like all into it? They fucking with you. Hey, what you think about this meal? What this sound like? Stuff yeah. like that. See, with Jeezy, them was different. It was a learning experience. But with Lucci, them and. The corn and everybody else I work with, uh, everybody worked differently. You know what I'm saying? You know, Lou Jim was they, you know, that generation more drug. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So they was smoking a lot, lean on the lean, the pills. You know what I mean? So, you know, they might be in the studio and just fall asleep, yeah. like in the booth. <laughs> Damn. Like you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, just different. Playing that nigga in that sleep, like knocked out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hello. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it was different, but we I'll punch you in right here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, but they'll wake up and be like, "I'm ready." Be like, damn. But like that, 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 that was a lot different. You know what I'm saying? Just because the generation thing. Uh, but he did make magic. It was super dope because he'd be like, "Big bro, what you think?" Yeah. And then I'd be like, "Man, maybe we should do this." Or the crazy thing is, he'd be like, "Does this word go?" And then like they have like a little dictionaries in their phone and try That's to match funny. up words. the words. Yeah, they'd be like, "This shit don't make sense through a meal." And I'm like, "No, nah, they don't even mean that." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so when people hear, it ain't gonna make sense. <laughs> right, right, right. So to have a dictionary and to start reading the dictionary was really cool to make it. Start making stuff make sense. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, man, you heard what you said? Does that make sense? He'd be like, hell no, nah, it sound good, but it don't make no sense. And I'm like, that's why they said it in the blog, man. You right, sound right, right. So that's it's, it's just a different vibe now. You know what I'm saying? That bro? makes sense. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, leading rappers to read. That's always a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> doing God's work, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, 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 they don't do that no yeah, more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on, then how? You at Spinrella now. Mm-hmm. When did you know it was time to move on from TIG and, and, and start something different? Man, we was rocking and rolling, man. And uh, TIG was doing his thing with Rich Homie Corn, which I started with, and uh, Lucci. And then we had a young guy named Q Money and a lot of other guys mm. that was popping. Q Money. He still out there? Yeah, right now. Yeah, so he's working on his case. Uh, I'm, I'll never forget that day when Fly hit me up and was like, yo, he sent me a text at 1 in the morning. I hit it. I hit Q Money up maybe three, four in the morning. He responded in seconds, uh, and then we had him on a plane that weekend and mm-hmm. came down. Coming and next, next week we signed him. Um, so, like, you know, after working in the music business from the up and down for so long, man, and I got a chance. The only reason I even did Spring Roller was only for uh, Q Money and Demar Jackson. Mm. Uh, I felt like everybody else was doing their thing at TIG but them two. And I was like, damn, because everybody was out of town. I was like, we need to get a platform for them to do something. So I, Q Money wasn't doing nothing at that time. DeMar was still, he just got on with the label, whatever, mm-hmm. on management side. So at that time, I was like, cool, let me just take them up Spin Rilla. I had did a panel with a girl that worked Spin Rilla. She invited me up. I put their records on Spin Rilla for free, and it popped. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, you know, they was like the owner of Spin Rose was like, you know, can you bring me other artists? Oh, were. Yeah, and I, I did it. And I was like, I interned for you for however long because I got a job. So <laughs> I was working at TIG, so I, ain't, I didn't care about the money. Yeah. yeah. So I actually <laughs> interned. I was like, I'm going to be an adult intern. I'm 30 something. Mm. I'm going to be an adult intern. And then if I can work for you, then cool. Yeah. And within a week, he was like, I don't want you to intern no more. He gave me a check for bringing in the people I bring in. And then from there, he was like, 
you know, I, I never hired anybody to do what you're going to do, but, you know, let me know. So he had an offer letter, and they gave, let me pick the number. Mm, but rude. he jumped on the number so quick. You knew you to Joe Ball I yourself. Said, Damn. <laughs> Hate that shit. He said, God damn it. He, did. he said, okay, Hate so when they fast. Say, yeah, too quick. He was too excited about it. Like, I lost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hate when they say, like, yeah, I, too I want quick. him to be like, I don't know if I can do bit. it. Yeah, man. Bro was I like, no, really bro, sure this is gonna go. bro say, bro say, yeah, we can do this now. I'm like, Dah. kiss my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't no spin relative. So they, they down here? That's their base? Yeah, they in Atlanta, man. I always been low kids, only four. Like what, maybe five of us work for Spinrilla? Ah, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, man. So it's like maybe over 30, 40 million subscribers. Word. Yeah, so it's going crazy. What's the title over there, man? So I'm the SVP. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm the SVP at Spinrilla, man. Yes, sir. So I pretty much work in the culture. The, the, you know, that I always explain to people, man. So, you know, it's a, it's a tech company. So right. it's not a music mm-hmm. business. It's not nothing. It's a tech company. It's Very smart. People sir. always get it confused. Yeah. Like, we're in the tech world. Right. And the tech world is what's running things. Thanks. And what it is is, you know, a lot of these labels and stuff is trying to figure out how can we get their users, but they ain't going to give up their information. Gotcha. You got to work for that, right? <laughs> so I might, I'm able to get in there and say, cool, you know, so we won't be confused about people saying, oh, they taking our culture. Mm. I come in and be able to help that out. And be able to connect with our culture. It is. And be able to help out the artists who need to get on these certain platforms. Somewhat Jay-Z doing. Mm-hmm. So to make it happen. So I got in. I figured it out. I studied it. And I'm able to help a lot of these underground artists who's trying to pop. And, <clears throat> you know, artists, just the name, who came through Spinrilla when nobody knew who they was. Let's name 6 9 Let's name mm-hmm. Lil Baby. Let's name Dub Baby. Mm-hmm. We can name shit. Old Town Road. Not Lil Nas X. He, yep. sent, he was tweeting us. Mm-hmm. Years ago, that same exact song that y'all hear today that made him a rich person. We been had that, mm. so we can name every artist Money Man. So like, you the nigga they need to send the links to. They need to flood your DM with the links. <laughs> Asking the okay, yeah, y'all yeah. send the links to me. Y'all send the links to him. Cause we got the technology to push. <clears throat> gotcha. Cause I was just about yeah, to ask man. you, man. Nowadays, when it's when you think mixtapes, bro, the, the line between mixtapes and albums is so blurred. Yeah, who knows what they are? Yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't know what like a that pill for a Spinrella doing to kind of mm-hmm. stay afloat because you just don't you never know. But when you put it in the terms of it being a tech company and thinking more of that perspective, that that I get well, it now though. That the artists trick y'all. Artists trick you with the whole mixtape. Yeah, they know mm-hmm. that the album might not do good. right. So they say, "Oh, just a mixtape." Yeah. So what they do is they'll put out the mixtape. The the person who does it the best was Gotti. They'll mm. put out the mixtape and whatever song pop, they end up taking it off. That's the single, and that's the single. You realize you go to the mixtape on a site, gone. yeah, it's gone, mm. and that end up being a single, and it end up being on Apple Music, iTunes, and stuff like that. And that's how it all got started. Mm. And then, so if it does do well, they snatch it. And now and then, hey, my build album. around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A smart so that, got the that's why. Yeah, there you go. And that's how sense. it all happened. Uh, what's next for Mill, man? Man, you know what? I'm gonna stick with Spinrilla because I feel like I can help a lot of artists that need to help. I love this music industry. You know what I'm saying? I don't really want a label. Everybody asked me about doing a label. It's a headache. Uh, mm-hmm. I think right now with this tech world, I think the tech is really taking over. 
Uh, I have my own company called Art District Agency as well as like a management company. So I work with a lot of artists like Tino, uh, signing certain uh, publishing companies and so forth. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna keep doing my thing with my own company. But if I can grow Spin Real on the branding side and the marketing side and be able to help other young artists to pop, you know, we don't even care for the recognition. Yeah. We're just happy like to see them go crazy. Absolutely. It's always dope to us because we're gonna make our money. So right. we're happy. Well, right. Spin Real ready to start them exclusive podcasts selling the holidays. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's funny because we finna. Uh, See, yeah, we it's go. funny you say. You, you ain't, don't uh, say no more. You ain't got to say no more. <laughs> no, nah, we we uh, the new building. I don't know if it, some people know about. It's gonna be the, the department store. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. right on Edgewood. Yep. so that'll yep. be open sometime in December. That's gonna be a new. Yeah, that's um, gonna be our new office. So we're gonna have a rooftop, the mm-hmm. office, we're gonna have the event standing, but the downstairs is gonna be a actual studio media room. Nice. And we are starting the uh podcast. So they already got our set ready. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the, the crazy Fantastic. thing the crazy thing about it is we don't have anybody to say, Okay, so a lot of the interviews and stuff that we do have on uh the your YouTube stuff I've been doing, that just I don't even like doing it. I yeah. just do it just to get it going. But we are gonna have something real dope, and uh, one of the owners is definitely want to do a podcast. Yeah. So you know, the invitation to you guys is, you know, once we get that thing cracking, I think that'll be really dope. Definitely with the artists so, and the and the, the, I always tell people, content rules the continent. Hundred percent. So if you guys are able to come through and do something real yeah. dope, and we be able to brand, you know, you guys logo, you guys brand with Spin Real, I think it'll be fire. Fantastic. There it is, man. Your own content. Throw there the social go. medias out there for the for the underground uh, hip hop heads. Oh uh, man, oatmeal underscore two cup Millie. Yeah, I already know what time it is. <laughs> That's facts. There it is. Don't go nowhere though. We're gonna we we're gonna come back from this music break, man. Then we're gonna close it out. All right. Rock out. Uh, what we got? Yeah, speaking of underground hip-hop heads, all my hip-hop heads know this group. They are back. Little Brother. I mm. uh, have a new album that dropped yesterday. Um, and it's, this song is called Black Magic, uh, Make It Better. Let's hear it. Black skin, black faces, black people make black magic. So pay me every fucking dime and add taxes. Cop a fill in a room full of brass tactics. I've been about that work. Boy, I've been ass capping. You lying about your bread. Nigga, you ax capping. You really about that life or you just hashtagging? You really self-made or is you cash happening? Doing everything you can to make the cash happen. These new niggas do a whole lot of back slapping. See you in without they help, then they golf clapping. No applause. We are back. That was Little Brother. How you feel about their latest joint? I like the whole album actually. This was one of the better songs on the album. It was kind of mm-hmm. like started off slow and then it's kind of picked it up as far as them spitting in the bars. I'm a little brother fan. I'm sure show one of my favorite albums, so I'm fucking with. It. Yeah, I, I actually like this. This sounds like Little Brother in 2019 and not trying to be Doobie modern. Oh, you you understand what I'm saying? It sounds like they throw back sound but not dated. Yeah. So if you're a fan of their joints, you should have no problem fucking with this. So yeah, the, the song was fire. Yeah, Facts. shout out to little brother Fonte Big Pool, man, the whole North Carolina. I'm glad to hear them back, man. This was very uh, refreshing to hear, so I'm, I was happy to hear it. Absolutely, man. Let's get to this question of the week before we get ghosts. Uh, we're talking Vince Staples. Uh, the North Long Beach MC has signed a new record deal with Motown Records, leaving Def Jam after five years with the historic label. Now, Def Jam is on their fourth president in just the last mm. decade, and one of their biggest artists, Jeezy, is hanging it up. Uh, has Def Jam lost its juice? Yeah, I don't think that they they do enough culture wise 
And what I mean by culture-wise, not just having artists sign, like you have uh, boutiques like Complex that give you a whole lot of content, and then other people follow it and they leave, whether they be as big as Complex or smaller. So much content out there, and all Dev Jam is do is continue to hit you with artists. So mm. I, I think that they have to do more to develop their artists out and make people more accepting of them in the social media area. So until then, people like Vince Staples going to keep leaving. Yeah, uh, they they roster. If you look at their roster, they still got some names. Yeah, but two chains still. Yeah, for sure. Kanye and all. You know, there's some Who? big names. Don't yeah. do that. And we're chip there. Yeah, for sure. So, but if you look at it though, the reason they was popping in the '90s like it is because it wasn't as much competition nowadays. Like you ain't got to go to Def Jam no more if you want to pop. You can go to TDE. That's the events. You can go. To, that's what I'm saying. But you, there's a hundred different places you can call home and still do your thing, and you don't need a Def Jam anymore. So it, that's the reason that cachet is not the same as it was when it was X and LL and all the big ass names on the label. Even though they they roster is still solid though. I'm gonna tell you the problem with Def Jam, and I've talked to somebody in the industry recently. Who shall remain nameless? Um, Def Jam don't have any people of color in the building. Mm. They don't have anybody who can identify with the culture. They don't have anyone who are who is about the culture. They don't, they don't know. They don't have anyone who knows the history of the culture. Uh, all they want to do is make money off the culture. And when you don't have people who are in it, entrenched in it, people who look like myself and you guys, then you run into these problems because they don't know how to pitch things. Think mm. about the difference when L.A. Reid was there. L.A. Reid knows what's up. He knows he's from the culture. He made he's had an impact worldwide off you know yep. off the culture. Jay Z too. And the people in the building now have no clue. Damn, it's a it's a uh, numbers game now. Yeah, so they don't they're not going out there, going in the streets and finding out who's hot. Mm. They just looking at uh, analytics. What's his name? Yeah. What's his Instagram? Yeah. Mm. How many followers he got? Yeah. Yep. So it's no passion in it. It's no. It's just like somebody who who cooks food. Man, like, y'all want something quick, or you want me to really put my soul into this? Yeah. And they don't have anybody who care enough about their artists, who care enough about the fans to uh to make a they change. Need, right they now. need to do with uh with fly from TIG and uh. P and Coach K doing from uh, QC. Uh, mm-hmm. They going in. One thing I will always respect from TIG and Fly is these artists that were that did make it at TIG and uh, these artists that did make it QC. They it wasn't it wasn't no they didn't have a million followers. I remember when you know Trinidad James nobody knew who he was. Yeah. You know, we say Rich Homie Quan. They hated his sound. They hated how he rapped. But fly them develop these artists and look mm-hmm. what they at now. Mm-hmm. Lucci, regardless you can say well, if they hot or not now, these guys are millionaires. Now. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? And and fly them. You know even the new artists they have now over there at TIG that some people might not even know about. They from the ground, the bottom, the mud. QC with the Migos and all the mm-hmm. artists they had, you know, if, even if you go to another a site and listen to them, if you got, hopefully you guys get a chance to interview them, they'll be able to tell you, like, they still do the old school ways of developing Dope these bang. artists. Yeah, to be able to talk and so forth. And sense. so it's not numbers and they actually and r and you know, bring it back to yeah. the old days. But developing not using old, right, but not using old tactics. Right, right, And right. I think that's what Def Jam is probably failing at. They're getting all the older guys who right. do not get uh, have a clue with with the younger generation sure. like, and that's where they're losing it. You, it's yeah. always good to keep some of the old tactics, but for like, sure you can't keep doing the same thing you did when Jairu then was popping. It's gonna you be dated. I, I heard to your point. I heard P and and Coach K. They was on Breakfast Club, and P said most of the new compilation that just dropped 
is from their artists, artists, people that they just been working with in the studio. This got songs that ain't usually gonna get heard, but I yeah. throw that cushy on there. Now people gonna listen to them. So yeah. now I got the next wave, out the baby, out the Migos, yeah. ready to gear up and getting ready for that. Yeah, they got a young cat, like Wire and Duke. They were talking yep. about Marlo, Marlo. Duke. Yeah. I like Duke, the dude from Memphis. Yeah, I like that one that's song. You got it going that's crazy. Vibe, man. Yeah, what that's the hard. Yeah, I like yeah, that yeah. yeah, that's hard. Uh, most definitely, man. Hey, what you got on uh, for the music, dog? What's uh, coming out? Um, uh, we're gonna, last week we had a lot of music. Last week, uh, we had uh, we talked about Young Thug, so much fun. ASAP Ferg had floor seats. That's and, banging too. Um, yeah, yeah. Young Thug and ASAP are both banging. No, just ASAP though. No, you're crazy. <laughs> Young Thug is the best album of the week so far to me. Uh, Quality Control just came out with a million songs. That's I haven't got through all of them. <laughs> And uh, mm-hmm. and currency came out with Hot August Nights as well. That was also good. Mm. No, I liked it. Uh, nah, it speak for yourself. It didn't do nothing for uh, me. Speak for yourself. <laughs> um, so this week uh, we actually have a lot of music coming out this week. Uh, oh, and we just talked about Little Brother. We came out yesterday as well. Uh, this week, Jeezy. We talked about Jeezy. TM One Hundred Four. Yeah. <clears throat> we, um, Rhapsody is coming out with Eve. Mm. We have uh, Land Strip Chip coming out from my point of view, Reloaded. Eastside, Zone yeah. 6. Yeah, we got Jadena coming back out with 85 to Africa. That's going to be dope. We have, tra- <laughs> we have <laughs> no culture on this one. See what I have to deal with? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trade of Truth is coming out with Exhale. Mm. And my uh, look for the week that I'm actually, what I'm really looking forward to is St. John coming out with uh, Ghetto Lenny's Love Song. Do you I'm think he's right? Saint you think St. John? No, I, like, right? I fuck with him. No. He had a listening party that went yeah, nuts. Went I fuck yeah. with him, though. He you like him? A lot of hype around him. He uh, man, I, I'm scared as an artist. I don't know if I want that type of hype. Man, man every song that he him. dropped has been fire good. though. He's three for good. three, four yeah. for four, yeah. man. Like Ooh. song with Big hard as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, ever since he got with Bigs, you know they've been doing their thing. So okay, yeah. shout Absolutely. out to Bigs, yeah. rock and roll. I like yeah. That. So those are what I'm definitely looking forward to. Those. All right, man. Of course, we always do an on deck of the week at this time. But hey, it's the guest. Goddamn it, it's Oatmeal for coming through. We appreciate you sliding. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were little Duval. <laughs> I, I gotta get, get one of the over with. Yeah. I had to wait to the end because I know hey. you got them shots. So I had to wait to the end when you ain't gonna get me back. Y'all the end to wrap up. We yeah. out. We out. Weekend, what so you got on day for the weekend? Nothing. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> what you got on day? Now nah, I'm chilling, man. Hey, I'm re- I'm prepping this man tournament. I'm ready. What we got? About two weeks. Shout out, did in sports in the Madden tournament. Hey, I'm ready. Goddamn it, I'm getting that trophy first place. You, you playing with Green Bay? No, nah, I don't think. I- I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna get the Texans. You picked your team already? Texans. You they don't do so random. Pick the text. Now you gotta pick your team. Yeah, pick your squad. And if you your team and somebody else yeah. the same when y'all get there, y'all still gotta flip for it. Man, you're not yeah. good anyway. It doesn't matter who, who you finna pick. <laughs> <laughs> nigga like he down about it. Uh, <laughs> you're right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit at home all weekend and play like you. <laughs> and I'm still gonna wax your ass. Pause. <laughs> what you got on deck, bro? Uh I have I'm just doing a lot of work this weekend. Pretty much. Just you're working on my craft as you should work on yours. For sure. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just just doing that A lot of stuff Mill where you at this weekend Bro you got anything popping Just hanging out with somebody mom <laughs> <laughs> No doubt man Again <laughs> Hey <laughs> Holla at us on Instagram At uh, On Deck TV Podcast Don't forget the Patreon We got brand new album reviews up right now Patreon.com Slash Realville And Check your feed For a brand new episode Of Snow School We covered the next three episodes That were in line Two more episodes Of that love Make sure y'all stay on deck for it We appreciate you checking it out Also Absolutely. Check your feed for the written reviews by yours truly. That's coming up. Young Thug is up next, dropping that tonight. Yes, we got sir. content for everybody, man. Check those feeds, man. Holler this next week. We out. Peace. Good morning. 
Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.